0: Welcome to Alone at the Table. This is a podcast where I play solo RPGs, and I invite you to come along for the experience. My name is Audrey. I don't know about you, but I've been drawn to solo RPGs because more and more, the older I get, the harder it seems to be to find the time to play with a group of people and also there are a ton of very cool creators out there making games that you can play yourself whether they are journaling games or other types of solo games most of them only involve a deck of cards maybe a tarot deck a few dice every so often you get some wild and crazy mechanics out there like a jenga tower I feel like I've been sitting on a horde of RPG PDFs that I've picked up over the years, especially since the pandemic started in 2020. You're coming along with my very, very first attempt at playing a solo RPG, and I hope it's fun for me and for you. I don't know how often I'll post with this podcast, or if I will continue this project, but I thought it might be nice just as hopefully a calming experience. A lot of solo RPGs can deal with tough subjects because it isn't always easy to be alone. So a lot of them deal with isolation, loneliness, survival, trauma. If that's not your jam, that's totally understandable. This might not be the podcast for you. I'm not going to focus exclusively on games that have those tough themes. There are a lot out there that are also just kind of fun, slice of life, more silly or whimsical, but I am going to play a variety as much as possible. And the ones that I am largely familiar with do deal with some of those tough themes. Today I'm going to start with Alone Among the Stars. This game is by Takuma Okada. It's one that I had heard quite a lot about, and there are a lot of different variations that people have made inspired by this game, including some of the other really big names in solo games like The Wretched. That is one that cites this game as an inspiration, and I was actually going to start with that game until I noticed that it cited this one as inspiration. They've both been on my radar for a long time, so I'm really excited to give this one a try. I hope that you'll check it out. A lot of solo games end up being fairly low cost or pay what you want even, and I think that it's worthwhile to support indie creators. So So the tagline of this game is a solo role-playing game about exploring fantastic planets. In this game, I'm going to be an adventurer who's going from planet to planet, and I'm trying to record the features of the planets that I discover. This is done by flipping cards from a deck and rolling a d6. I'm using my custom Malifaux deck that I made ages ago because I don't have that many opportunities to use it. So I've got a little bit of an additional step translating what the custom suits are into the regular card suits. Um, You can do this with a regular 52 card deck as long as you remove the jokers. There is not, as far as I can tell, something to do with jokers. We're just going to start out. The game instructs you to play until you are tired and want to return home and that if you want to remember your travels, you can keep the journal and if it causes you pain, you can burn it. I am not going to be burning this journal. I'm going to find a new planet first. So I will roll a six-sided die and I've gotten a three. That means that I'm going to draw and place face down three cards. When I want to discover something, I roll my six-sided die again. The first time I roll is a four. What that means is that I find this feature suddenly. So I've just landed on this planet and I happen upon a discovery before I've even gone very far. So I've gotten a five of hearts to do. I'm going to record a description and my reaction to it and then I will go to the next card. So hearts are ruins. I think that the reason that this crept up on me is that these ruins are mostly underground. For the purposes of this exploration, I'm going to call this planet NTM 1. That will stand for new to me 1. So the first I see of the ruins are the stones of a crumbled archway I trip over. Upon closer inspection, each stone appears to be diamond, a fortune. I marvel at riches so plentiful they were used to build. So the next thing that I discover, I discover while I'm resting. Oh, I see. I have inadvertently, I skipped a step, which is that the number on the card is supposed to determine where I'm finding these items. So I've gotten another heart here, which means ruins again, and this time they are floating in the air. So the second feature on this planet. A shadow crosses my face as I lay back to catch my breath. An ancient wreck of a ship floats by, its antigraphs still functional. I scramble to chase it so I may determine its origin. All right, and we've got one more feature to go on this planet. that's a four which means again i come upon it suddenly wow this planet is full of ruins i've flipped another heart here so i guess while i'm chasing this uh ruined spaceship i'm gonna find the next ruin just near a volcano the arena is glazed over with old igneous rock from past magma flows but its usage is plain as day risers in the dozens are built into its walls tears of awe come to my eyes as I imagine the crowds that must have come to witness spectacles here. And with that, my exploration of this planet is concluded. It's a small planet. There's a lot of ruins and plenty for the next crew to go on. So I'm going to move on to the next one, which I will, in my infinite creativity, call NTM 2, new to me too. So I'll discard these cards roll my d6 to see how many new cards i'm drawing only one all right so i've landed on this new planet as i've touched down i think that it's maybe the twilight hours and i don't want to be traveling in the dark on an unfamiliar planet at least until i have determined if dark is its natural state all the time this time i have flipped a seven of spades Spades are natural phenomena, and once again, this planet has a volcano, so I think that what I'm seeing is a Borealis. It is dusk after all. The colors are more brilliant than any sunset. No doubt the ash and sediment the volcano spits into the sky make them all the brighter. I'd better run before this thing blows. And with that, we'll go on to our third planet. So, my d6 here. Ooh, five things to discover this time. Alright, so I'm resting once again as I touch down on this planet, and I've turned over a diamond. Ten of diamonds. Diamonds are for living beings. Ooh, okay, alright. So this is on a cliff face. At first, the cliff looks barren. Then movement catches my eye. Lizard-like creatures, their backs scaly or rocky, impossible to say which unless I get closer, hid them on the crags. I ready myself for a climb to get a closer look. Apparently I am Steve Irwin in space. So let's see what I find next. Four. It means I come upon it suddenly, so I guess what am I finding on my way to the cliffs? We've got a club. And that's actually really nice because it means that I have finally rolled. Rolled. I finally flipped all four suit options. So clubs are plants and immobile forms of life. Neat. Okay. I have found this on a glacier. Okay. Alright, so this is a snowy landscape, undoubtedly. So I think as I check down to the cliffs um into the valley it becomes apparent that uh they've been furrowed into the earth by this glacier that it's not done moving the glacier is host to gnarled spiky coniferous shrubs whose needles are an eerie silver it looks like a creature enduring parasites i am torn between the lizards and the shrubs what to inspect let's find out let's see what the dice say three means that once again I come upon it suddenly. So I got a heart, which is a ruin. I think that I've gone after the glacier, and here's why. Stumbling toward the glacier, I drop into a hole in the ice. My landing is cushioned by deep snow. As I strike my light, it becomes apparent that someone or something once lived here. There are stairs carved into stone. A two? That means that this next thing I discover is arduous to get to, so difficult. Very difficult. I mean, I'm climbing those stairs, I think. So I got spades, which is a natural phenomenon, again. Ascending the stairs brings me up to the top of the cliff and the thick-trunked spruce forest atop it, though only after hours of climbing. Up here, I can see the glacier's vast path, carved over thousands of years. I am reminded I am small. All right, this is the last card on this planet. And I got a six, which means that I am resting. After that climb, I'm not surprised. So let's see what we've got. A two of spades, so another natural phenomena. By moonlight, the silver needles of the shrubs on the glacier come alight, like a mirror. The reflections scatter on the snow in a mesmerizing pattern. I am tired, and this is like a dream. And I think with that, I'm going to conclude my journey. We've explored three planets, or rather, I have, and you've come along for the ride. And I hope you enjoyed it. This was a fun little game, and I think that I would definitely play it again. This kind of creative thought exercise where I'm just coming up with descriptions for things based on a few light, gentle prompts is really fun. And I understand why so many people have made variations on this type of game i hope you enjoyed the episode if you have questions or comments about the show please feel free to leave a review you can also share the show with others if you enjoyed it i'm hoping to put out episodes at least once a month but we'll see if you want to get in touch about the show you can find me at ladytabletop.tumblr.com that's the easiest place to reach me for now. Maybe someday I'll set up an official email or something for this show. But in the meantime, if you have a game you want to recommend, please, please do reach out. I love to talk to people about games. And once again, the game that I played today was Alone Among the Stars by Takuma Kata. I will have a link to their itch.io page on the episode description. I hope you enjoyed this journey and I hope you keep in mind that even if you're alone at the table, you can have a great experience until next time.